Welcome to another Generation One podcast. I am here with amazing people in person and online. You're going to see them popping up right now. Yes, and we are here today to talk about the pressure of the grind. I know we are very used to, in our culture, hearing you got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to go get it, get the bag, you got to make something happen. And I want to know how that's kind of uh, affected you and what's your experience been with the grind culture. All right, Stan, since you're looking at me like that, bro, <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and go. It's for anybody. <laughs> so I've watched my father, like, work, like, for a majority of my life, right? And he get up, he gets up early, comes home late sometimes, and I, in tune, took that and made that my own thing. And not only that, I watched, like, you know, the music videos growing up and I wanted the things that they had, like the cars, the jewelry, the money, you know what I'm saying? A lot of women at one point, but I noticed that they were, they were basically in a space where they were working so much that now looking back at it from this vantage point, they're like, their health is declining fast, you know? And the grind that they put in was unhealthy because it was like an imbalance of work, 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 but no rest, no getting refilled, no getting like, uh, I guess refueled, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have a balance, it's going to hurt you. It's going to affect you in a negative way, you know? So that, that's been my experience. I've experienced, like, um, health issues. I've experienced, like, car accidents. Like, a lot of things have come from me working so hard that I've missed opportunities to rest, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. been my, yeah. yeah. I I was going to say, I totally relate to you with the the dad thing. Our dad worked at UPS for over 30 years, and every single morning at the same time he'd wake up, he'd go to work, and with UPS, like especially around the holidays, it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And so he would work like over 12 hours, and then come home, go to sleep, wake up, do the same thing. And he did it every single day, and like I, I think seeing him do that almost instilled like a grind worth ethic in my own life Mm -hmm. and so when it came to when I moved to LA I was like I kind of have to do what my dad does is I have to get up and have to grind from like to the morning to the night and if I don't then like I'm not being productive you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a part of me is like I could be doing more and so I I completely I feel you on that because we grew up seeing our dad do that like every single day and so I almost am like harder on myself and push myself to almost like an unhealthy place where it's like I need to like grind, I need to work. And if I don't like work or meet these expectations, then I'm not good enough. Yeah, you definitely said that better than I did. Like, <laughs> I'm taking your answer for sure. <laughs> That's cool. Um, same here with, with the dad thing. My, my dad was the same exact way. He'd be up super early in the morning, out of the house, gone all day working until the evening. And that was something that I I was able to see just my whole entire childhood growing up and and the way that he was, he would have his day structured. And and that was something that really non-verbally kind of just instilled into me. Um, But I I feel like there's this narrative that is sold to everyone, but especially those who who have a dream or who have a a big vision or just want to be okay financially, whatever the case, there's a narrative that that says that almost almost puts us in some way like we're behind and like we're we're working from this this other place and I've I've noticed there's been times in my life where I'm my desire to to be productive as you said mm-hmm. 
is not even is not even stemming from the the health of me wanting to see this dream come or, or this vision come or or the fruit of, of whatever it is I'm working on, but it's it's more so coming from the fear of, of me not doing it and the fear of me not working. Productivity has been something that I've I've had a I've had a wrestling relationship with in my life where I've I've struggled in, in times to rest well and and to be okay not being productive, to be okay not knowing that I'm whether it's if it's making content, making the next video, or if it's if it's music, doing the doing the next song, and and always having something, um, that that was my experience for for a while. I think that it's it's shifted now a little bit where I'm I'm at a at a spot where my goal is is to be as intentional as possible in in working hard and and also resting hard. Um, but it's so easy for those lines to, to get blurred sometimes, Absolutely. especially in college and classes with midterms and papers don't make it any easier where you have a lot of students that end up pulling all-nighters. A lot of, like, you know how much one all-nighter will just like wreck your entire <laughs> system <laughs> yes. and, and balance? Yes. There's, but there, there's students that will just do this religiously just, just for that one assignment and it creates this cycle where you're not really working as hard as you could work because you're too depleted to work as good as you could work. And then you're not resting as good as you could rest because by the time you rest, you're like, I should be working more. Mm. And you, you know, you're working, you're like, but I'm tired, I need rest. And as opposed to that, I mean, at this point, I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm usually asleep by like 10, 9.30, sometimes earlier. Um, but yeah, I, I, my, my goal is to try to be as intentional as possible with, with taking the rest that I need so that I'm able to do that. It still gets tough, though. It still gets tricky in, in some moments to lay things down, to turn the phone off, to delete socials, delete everything, and, and say, I'm, I'm going to take this time and, and just, just be and just rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been a little bit about it, yeah. the experience so far. It sounds like we've all, we've all seen good examples of like hard work mm-hmm. as well in our life. And so I want to kind of talk about, and I want to loop in Zay and Carmen on like, uh, how do we separate what's like a constant grind and what's just like hard work because a lot of our parents that what they would say is they had to do what they had to do mm-hmm. they had to raise mm-hmm. the family they had to make things happen and sometimes in in their in their minds and their hearts you don't have a choice you know rent has to get paid you have kids looking at you who need to be fed mm-hmm. they need clothes and so they don't see it as an unhealthy way of grinding and neglecting themselves or their health or anything uh, they see it as they're making something happen um, and and I think we're just a a couple generations away of is, is there's not like the craziest variety of jobs to work it's like you do these couple things you make some money you provide for your family and so how do we separate what is a grind and what is just working hard mm. it's funny that you say that and hopefully y'all can hear me but like i'm trying to like unpack what everyone said but speaking more so like with just this generation um we don't like we're the biggest gen z is like the biggest generation to just quit a job off the strength of i don't like it here that's like not heard of in our parents generation it's just like all like i hear um jaylen your dad worked at ups for 30 years people was working at the my dad worked at the washington post for 40 years and i i would talk to him all the time and i'm like there's no way i no way I would be sitting, I could, I could, I literally just couldn't do it. But I think to your point for our parents, it was, 
they had my dad had kids my mom had kids they had to provide but for us i think we're the our parents some of our parents gave us the opportunity to like live a dream where our work didn't feel like work and so like i know i'm blessed to to have like jobs that don't feel like i'm i'm grinding but it doesn't feel like wow i have to clock in because i have like i have to pay this bill i'm doing it because i love that and i i'm grateful that my parents did work the two three jobs and the all-nighters and the 12-hour shifts so i could explore like what i wanted to do um but to your point like how do you differentiate hard work from what was it hard work from grinding i think everyone to some degree is a hard worker i think that's just like if you're diligent enough like you do the work i think when it comes to like grinding there's a purpose behind it like i'm doing this because i want x outcome um like i'm working this i'm going to do this 12-hour project because i want this song released or i'm doing this 12-hour project because i know that like i'm going to get this brand deal or etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's what i would say is like the difference but what i love about our generation is that we're not afraid to like take risks. Um, and I think that's a part of the reason is the generation before us like put their head down and did the work. So this generation could, you know, explore and expand and find our own jobs outside of like nine to fives in corporate America. No, but I totally agree. I think um, when we talk about the pressure of grinding, I don't think that you should try to work or grind out of a place of pressure. Because like for me, I used to, you know, see a lot of my friends in the music industry my age going crazy you know releasing projects releasing songs all the time and so that will push me to the place where i'm like okay i have to do this for myself at the same time but that's unhealthy because you know my process is going to look different than everybody else's so for me like okay i would go through seasons where i would try to write like you know write mix and master a song a day and it was terrible for my mental health but I had that pressure. I wanted to, you know, have the same outcomes as the people that were around me. But it wasn't until I stopped and actually be, because, mm, okay, hold on. I, I, y'all going to have to bear with me because my thoughts are everywhere right now. But having that pressure or having that grind culture is so focused on uh, doing instead of being. And so I would be doing all of these things, trying to get all these outcomes, not realizing that becoming and being was the way that I was going to get those outcomes regardless. So, yeah, I feel like grinding out of pressure kind of just makes everything frantic and makes everything uh, out of order and imbalanced. Whereas if you take the pressure off and just have authentic hard work, work ethic, all that stuff, you can get those outcomes without having the uh, the consequences of um, what a pressured product produces. What a pressure, you know, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sorry, there was one other thing I want to say about rest that I learned after working in like several different offices. Like, this is going to sound real morbid, y'all, but God sends you home tomorrow. Your seat is going to be filled the following week. The sooner, the sooner I realized that, the, the more I started prioritizing my rest. If you're not going to prioritize your rest, no one's going to do it for you. And God forbid something happens to you unfortunately the world not not god not you know spiritual but the world finds you replaceable um and so the sooner you realize that like that mentality you have to put yourself first because the world is not it's not going to put you first they want you to continue to work they want you to think that like what you're doing is invaluable but they want you to think that like oh like we need you but at the end of the day if something were to happen you're 
your seat, your position is going to be filled the next day. So this, that, I think that's another reason why Gen Z is creating out like revenues of income for themselves and creating paths for themselves because a lot of people are realizing like these corporations or these big jobs, like you're a number. Sorry if that sounds sorry if that's a little morbid, but that's what I've been figuring out as I'm like working. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. That's it's great. It's true. I think when I heard Zay speaking, uh, it reminded me of myself. Um, in a season where mm-hmm. the two words that will pop up, because I will go through something similar, you know what I'm saying? And the two words that will pop up are comparison and validation, mm-hmm. right? I will compare myself to these people that are putting out these songs from whatever place and season they're in, right? And then I would in tune do the same thing because I was trying to do something that they're doing, but I was also seeking validation, yeah. you know, because, hey, they're doing this, I'm doing this too. So I want you to recognize and see all the things that I'm doing because I need that in order to create, mm-hmm. right? That was the unhealthy part of the grind, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So had I, you know, like Zay was saying, taking the pressure off of myself or allow God to come in and like use me in whatever way he wanted me to, whether it was one song a month or one song a year or don't put out nothing this year, right? Mm-hmm. I was looking for that validation through the the music and the projects I was putting out. So, yeah. 100%. I, I was picking up on that, like, and, and, and what Zay was saying, I think that it's really important to prioritize process over production. Yes. And what what production looks like is is how many numbers by any means necessary, like how many, how much I can pump out. And if that's in music, it's how many songs I could get done. There was a season where I, that I entirely spent, same, same as, as you, Zay, like, I got to get a song done a day, and if not more. How many sessions? How much can I possibly fill my schedule? Most of the songs are trash, like, <laughs> realistically, because yeah. they're, they're, not even, they're not even coming from, exactly. from the right place. And, and, and it's coming from me just trying to catch up to something that I don't even need to be chasing. Mm. Whereas as process understands like what my needs are in that exact moment it, and it understands where the holy spirit is is leading me if that's to you know do a song on this day or or to do a song on not do a song this season that i'm in now i i write the least i've ever written in my life in terms of of the time that i have for it yet when i do in my humble opinion i feel like i don't miss because I, it, there's, there's so much more that I'm bringing to it mm-hmm. when I'm doing it that the result of it is, is impactful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not there just to simply get a verse and a hook done. Um, but that process over production has been something that's, that's really helped me. And in that thought where there's, in the moments where I'm inclined to want to chase the numbers and, and do what the world says is, is necessary for success and, and the things that you got to do to create a platform and whatever the case is and really get out of that mm-hmm. and, and steer away from that and, and know that, like you said, where instead of comparing myself, I, I've had that in a season where I'm, you know, I'm looking at everybody else's is numbers and, and things that they're doing on, on their pages and it's making me want to do that stuff. Yeah. And it's coming mm-hmm. coming from comparison as opposed to a place of fullness where I, I understand what God has spoken about me. Mm-hmm. And really, when I do understand that, I'm going to be more inclined to, first of all, spend spend time with God mm-hmm. and, and spend time working on the stuff about me 
that is going to precede everything that God has for me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that paradigm shift that, that I think has, has helped me the most yeah. in this, this bout. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and production. I think what Zay said is so wise about being and becoming and things coming from that place. And it goes with what you just said as well. Uh, the things that God has given us to do, these dreams, these goals, these visions, he wants you to work hard for them. Absolutely. Because he can't do anything if you're lazy and if you're not doing anything. But the grind doesn't go all into your hands. You need to be the person that you're supposed to be. Yeah. So you got to spend time with him. You got to become the person that you're supposed to be to release those things and to build those things he's given you. Um, but if you're grinding, it's, al- it's almost like it comes from fear or it comes from comparison. It comes from this anxiety that if you don't do certain things, it's not going to happen. But it just makes me think about like um, Psalm 1, 1 and 1 through 3. It just talks about... Uh, you know, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of, of living mm-hmm. water whose yes. leaf will not wither, who brings forth its fruit in every season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever they do shall prosper. And I think like, you know, us spending time with him, you're like a tree. Yeah. The fruit is coming right. every single season. Every time you need a song, it's going to just yep. come because you're planted by the rivers of living water. You're with God. You're walking with him. And so whatever you're supposed to do, whatever you're called to, it's just going to come. Yeah. And I think that's the... That's really wise yeah. is we need to just be and become and then you need to work hard mm-hmm. for sure because I also got that mixed up as well is when you're waiting on God's timing and you're waiting on God to do certain things in your life. Um, I almost fell into like some sort of a stagnancy. I wouldn't even call it laziness, but I was getting stagnant because I didn't know what I should be doing versus what God should be doing. But mm-hmm. you have to give him something to work with. Yeah. You got to yeah. you got to wake up every day and be available. Yeah. You have to be directable. So you have to yep. be in motion in some way. Um, so you got to show up, you know, pen and pad every day and say, God, what do we do today? Yeah. Because you did give me these plans and these dreams. You did give me this vision and I'm not going to run at it without you. Yeah. And I see a lot of mm-hmm. people that I know, friends, uh, family who get these things from God. And then they take that and say, OK, God gave me this. And then they run off without them. It's mm-hmm. like, no, with God, you don't have to do that because God will take you step by step and he'll make it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, sure. so I mean, it's the reason why the Bible says faith without works you know what i'm saying absolutely we don't go around saying man i'm a i'm a faith hard today you know? <laughs> faith so hard <laughs> nike don't say just faith it no all of these things say you have to take an action you feel <laughs> what i'm saying like you have to take an action there is an action that is required in order for something to come yes you feel yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. so if you don't have the works without the faith you can faith all you want to yep. oh yeah mm-hmm. you can faith all you want to on the couch mm-hmm. yeah. but if you don't get off the couch or something if you don't jump off the porch and mm-hmm. take some work and faith yeah. and put them together there's no product i'm yeah. telling mm-hmm. you I'm, i mean i see that so much i see it so much we get we have all these god told me i'm gonna do this god told me i'm gonna do that and next thing you know you're a grandpa. You're 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 fizzling out, saying God told me I'm gonna do this. God told me he still he he would love to do that, but mm-hmm. you gotta show up. Yeah, you gotta work too. So you have to work hard, but there's also rest in walking with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. the real load is on his shoulders. He yeah. takes that load and he mm-hmm. walks with us. Mm-hmm. But you have to do something. So yeah, I think you know um, to segue a little bit. How do you prioritize rest? You know, working hard, going after these things. Uh, not being in this anxious cycle of, of grinding, 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 like you're going to miss something. But, but yeah. how do you prioritize rest in that way? Because I, it's sometimes tough for me. Yeah. It's tough for me to rest. I'll get caught up in the, the habits now or the patterns of working hard and, 
you know, you know, di life is different now, mm -hmm. different responsibilities, you know, rent is different now, things yeah. are different. <laughs> yeah. and, and I still have my Sabbath and I still have my times to rest, but sometimes rest is a little difficult because it's hard to, to shut your mind off. Mm -hmm. So how do you trust God with that rest time? Yeah, I, I'll tell you exactly what I do. And this is on a daily basis, if not multiple times a day, sometimes it's on a task by task basis, but on, on a daily basis, when I come home for the day, I, I literally talk to myself and I, I say, I'm like, you know, Stan, hey. Um, and I, I say, thank you for showing up today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for, for all that you gave. I appreciate you. I love you. And I have that moment that allows me to disengage with the day mm -hmm. at the point that, that I'm transitioning. And, and something about me being intentional and, and saying that out loud helps my mind to switch off of all the things it wants to continue to be concerned about mm -hmm. um and sometimes i got to go back to that but I, I it the biggest thing to me is is going to be sensitivity in those moments of of discerning what i need and what separates the hard work from from just grinding because I, I agree with with everything you guys said there's there's a reason that we we have to work hard and that we have to be disciplined and and have a structure in our life that is is there for the greatness that we want to see. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's in our sensitivity to know what we need and and when we need it. For me, that's about on a daily basis. If I'm I'm usually up around five in the morning and my day goes until maybe I'm I'm in class until around five p.m. At the point that I come home from class, it's it's a wrap for me. I'm only at that point. I'm only up for like three more hours of the day before I'm, I'm really winding down. So when I, when I come home from that, that's it. That is just something that I, I've grown to learn of, of through this semester of, of what I need to be able to function healthily and, and do this thing the, the best that I can. But I, if, if, if it was one word, I would say sensitivity. Mm. Mm. That's great. Zay and Carmen. I don't know if they had anything. I was really resonating with, with, with what you said, Stan. I think something that I'm learning is separating my worth to my work. Like what I produce isn't a reflection of who I am. Um, and so like, I know, especially artists, right? Like they get really particular about their work and um, like if they feel like if their work is being critiqued, it's themselves. Or like, I feel like if I, if this post doesn't do well, like I'm not doing well. So I'm, for me, prioritizing rest is separating that. Like my work is not my worth. Although like, yes, if something goes well and I did it, that's great. But if it doesn't, that doesn't mean that I'm worth any less. Like if you don't get the, the award, it doesn't mean you're worth any less. If you don't get the recognition, it doesn't mean you're not worth the recognition. Um, and so I think the moment people separate themselves from the work that they're producing, it's a whole nother mind shift. Um, and like I said before, like resting, only you can prioritize that because no one else is going to do it. No one's going to say, yeah, your boss is not going to say, take a break. No, they love that you're working. They want you to work. I mean, you, there's some bosses that are nice, but I'm just saying, yeah, you definitely have to prioritize for yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, resting for me is refilling. And so you cannot continue to pour out, you know, the way that most strive to working hard, you know, getting things done and expect to be able to do that forever. So for me, resting is like taking the time to just get filled back up. A car needs gas. Like it, it, it's 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 very necessary. And so I feel like sometimes not being able to to stop 
just kind of means that you're not really on the right track. So you got to give yourself the permission to, to yeah, just refill. That is so good, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. to give yourself permission to refill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, my my whole, I, I would even say life. My whole life changed when I found out about Sabbath because I didn't realize that that was a thing that was allowed. Um, because I thought that like when you take breaks and when you rest, like you're being lazy. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like once I found out about Sabbath and that it's biblical and that God wants me to rest and rest with him, it changed my life because it was like, I'm stubborn. So I was already like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rest because in that time of resting, I could be doing work. But the fact that God's like, no, I need you to come and sit next to me and talk to me and connect with me. I think it it changed my life in the way I view work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, I'm an introvert as well. And so I, I refuel by myself. I'm like, I just need to sit in a room with silence and nobody talk to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I feel like as I've even gotten older and um, as I've now like with LA, the grind is all the time. But I feel like God's even reminding me like just to sit in the, sit with him. He's like refueling me. And so those moments when it's like, I feel like I can, I've run out of words. I say, I've run out of words for the day. I'm done talking. <laughs> I feel like God is like, well, that's perfect because it's biblical to sit with me and to be recharged. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's changed my whole view and my whole mindset. I'm like, this is allowed. This is okay. And giving myself grace to just sit and to just be, um, I think it's changed my whole mindset on everything. And also to do it right. Because I feel like sometimes with rest, I can rest, but then in my rest, I think of all the things I haven't been able to do because I've been working. And so like, I'm like, oh God, I'm going to Sabbath. It's going to be great. And then it's like, I'll end up doing stuff all day or (laughs) I'll fill my schedule. And then it's like, I didn't actually rest. I didn't actually spend time with God. And I know when it happens because the next day after my Sabbath or even afternoon after my Sabbath, I'm like empty again. I'm like, I I feel like I didn't even rest. So it's like Sabbath. It's like, it's okay. Um, I I don't know who said it, but it said uh, it was God doesn't rest. So you can like God is just Mm. always there. He's, he's taking care of everything. So you don't have to do anything. You can rest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's helped me a lot. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That's you, definitely you, how. You said something about laziness that I, I that really resonated with me. Because mm. I think, I don't know if y'all have felt this way, but I, there's been a lot of times where I feel like I, I'll have this fear of being lazy mm. based mm-hmm. on the, the type of people that I look up to. Like, I, I look up to people that, that work really hard. The role models that I have are, are people that I know, like, they're up, they're in the gym, they're doing this, they're blah, blah, blah. And so... It, that that'll start trying to slip in there mm-hmm. when you know you're taking the time you need yeah. when you know that it's it's rest but there's this that little bit of fear of like am is this lazy of me to do that's something that I will still happen to me sometimes e- even though I know like know in my in my right mind and, and spiritually where how I'm supposed to be moving that's that and that's something that I, I think a lot about that do y'all deal with that as well oh mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. I think I Rest was hard for me because uh, I would, as I've said on previous podcasts, I would work and then come home and work on music, right? Mm-hmm. I think I had to now be more intentional because I'm not working in the same aspect I was because I would come home and work and do music. And now it's like I got to, like, take my hands off of the thing that I do. Like like Carmen was saying, my my work is not my worth, but... I'm also more than what I was called to do. 
You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm more than like the gift. I mean to say I'm more than the gift that God has given me. Mm-hmm. I have more like facets. So the thing that I do the rest is just put everything down. Mm-hmm. I don't look at nothing. Like mm-hmm. I know people be like, oh man, you off today, let's talk. No, I don't wanna talk on my off day because that means I'm using energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yep. saying? I don't wanna use <laughs> no extra energy that I don't need to. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that fear of being lazy when I wanna not use energy creeps mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? so, what do you what do you do when that happens? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to speak to myself. Yeah, like you do. You know, I have yeah. to call on the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, because it's not something that I could defeat by myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I know I'm human, and the human my human nature is to work, 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 grind, grind, grind. But I gotta say, you know what, Rick, you need rest. And I know, yeah. I know, I'm fighting that because I'll be on the couch. Yeah, man, I know I'm about to do this and do that, and I'll knock out. Mm-hmm. I remember, quick story, I remember in the mm-hmm. pandemic, mm-hmm. I had a whole list of things that I would do because I had so much time. I was like, oh man, I'm a rest, but I'm gonna do this. I had my whole days lined up. I remember I woke up one day, I put the list on top of something. I woke up one day and I saw, it was no window open, no AC on, I saw the paper blow. Just, it blew off of the table and went by the trash can. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to not do any of that. You know, because I really felt like I had everything listed out that I needed to do. But the fact that I literally saw this piece of paper that I took so much time, (laughs) I took so much time to write out, blow away like it did. Mm -hmm. I was all right, maybe that's not it. And I was also in the season of like making music and it was trash. Mm -hmm. It's garbage, (laughs) hot garbage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what I've learned is is you have to advocate for yourself. You have Mm -hmm. to create time and space to rest, to be refueled, and then to do what you are called to. Um, I, I, I think I, and then I, I thought I was being lazy with the way I was pursuing my goals and dreams and the things God's telling me to do. But really, I was just tired because all throughout the week I was working a job for somebody else and I'm helping build their vision and I'm helping build what they're doing. Um, and so I didn't have any time for when I got home, the energy I had for myself, I was it was spent. Yeah. Like I was tired. So then mm-hmm. I would go to sleep, wow. wake up and then try and do a work before I went in again. But really, I just needed to advocate for myself, and I cut my work hours down. I, I said, maybe I work three or four days rather than five or six, because then I can have more time for myself and what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, I know my, my brother's in a similar spot where he has a full-time job, and he's working, 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 and then now it's starting to become something he dreads. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm tired of you know, this cycle and this pattern. I was like, well, you got to make a decision then. Mm-hmm. you got to advocate for yourself. You know, you're not married to the money. You don't need to do this to this extent if you can make a restructuring in your, in your schedule i think it's, it's really good to do um it's only going to benefit you and i think he's going to have more happiness having time for himself you know free time he's going to be able to spend time with god more and then all the things that god is telling him to do he'll be able to take time for that too mm-hmm. and that's uh, a frustration on him right now is that he feels like he can't do some of those things and i've been there so i think you know with, with the grind you have control you do have control. Yes, we have to pay bills. You have to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And I'm never going to be insensitive to that because I have to do that too like everybody else. But you also need to make sure that you are being prioritized. Yeah. You know, you're being healthy with yourself. Um, so the transition and just to kind of close this a little bit, what can we say to somebody who might be stuck in that pattern, that cycle of the constant grind? What would, what would you guys say about that, that you've learned from God, that you've experienced or that you think somebody should hear right now? I think for me personally, I have never mentally and like 
uh, with my mental health and then also my physical health, I've never declined more than when I was in my constant grind season and it was unhealthy and I didn't rest because I didn't prioritize my own self um, and I prioritized like the feeling of accomplishment and the money that was coming in and I neglected myself and I've never been so unhappy. Like I would clock in and I would cry <laughs> in the bathroom and then I go to work. Mm. And then when I was done, I would cry on the way home cause I'm like, I hate this. But then my paycheck would come in and I'd be fine. Um, but to that person that's stuck in that cycle, it's not worth it. Um, there's so much freedom and, and fulfillment and grinding and working hard but then resting and doing it the right way yeah. um it's the way that we're supposed to and that's the way that we're literally god made us to function he didn't make us to non-stop be going 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 do this and this and this he made us to um almost like take work as a form of um worship in a way huh. um to honor god um and use what he's given us but then to rest mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's it's it can be a really unhealthy place mm -hmm. so that's good absolutely that's so good i really like what naomi was saying um and something that my mom tells me which is also like biblical but like the birds don't know where their nest is going to be next season they don't know like where their food is going to come from that day but somehow is birds still living and they have little birdies and like they live out that cycle and so there's beauty in the fact that yes you should be intentional and like you should have like your five-year plan or at least have an idea but like god provides your day-to-day -day. and i think there's like celebration in the fact that like of the little things that you accomplish um like there's there's food on your table right now like your basics are, are met um and so i think once people realize like live in that that like your basics your basics are met like you're not out on the street, like you still have another day to, to get it right. There's, um, I find a lot of uh, rest and celebration in that fact. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think something I would say is, uh, I think when you when you grind so much from an unhealthy space, you begin to worship it. Mm -hmm. It becomes your idol. Yeah. Um, so for me, I had to recognize that I had, um, I had the wrong king on the throne of my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the idol, the idol that I was worshiping was the money. And then I had baby idols outside of those idols. You know what's coming out of your heart because of what's sitting on the throne of your heart, mm -hmm. right? If you're talking about grind, 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 how you doing? Man, work is this, work is that. That's what you know. Mm -hmm. that, that would be my answer. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, I, w I would say to someone who is, is stuck in that grind and or in that cycle that life is too precious to go through it worried about the grind and worried about chasing something it says somewhere else in the bible it's like similar to, to what carmen was saying it says you know don't worry about what you're going to eat what you're going to wear what you know mm -hmm. all, all of these other things and the point at which we we start battling with with laziness or with not wanting to take rest or all of that is usually because we've missed we've already we've all what what point did we not pay attention to where our our body and our soul needed something else that we've already skipped over. Um, so I would say take take the time to, to make sure that you're okay. Take the time to, to do what your soul needs and what it requires to be your best. And I promise, I, I, I feel very confident that when you do structure your life in that way, the fruit that you will see will be a lot better than, than the fruit that you would get from being worried about the grind in totality. Um, 
Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Zay, you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I just want to, yeah, I want to double down on what Carmen said because I love that uh, you have to celebrate the small wins. For me, that takes the pressure off. It's not inherently wrong to want to accomplish things, but I think kind of to what Rick was saying, when that becomes your idol, that's where the, you know, the line gets crossed. Um, but yeah, for me, being able to celebrate the small things, you know, if I didn't write and mix and master the song in one day, I started the verse. That's okay. That's enough. It doesn't have to be the full thing. Um, but yeah, celebrate the small ones. For me, that took the just the pressure off a whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. I think my final thoughts would just be: uh, life is too precious, and you have too much purpose. Yeah. I think just like what you said, you have too much purpose that you can miss if you're constantly distracted by a grind. Yeah. This life that we have here stays here. Yeah. We go on. And so everything that we're building here stays here. So what are we building while we're here? Are we grinding towards the right things? Is it actually going to last? Or are we just going to be rich here and look cool here and then leave and nothing happens? And so I would just challenge everybody to just think about the impact that you're going to leave and what you're building and to make sure you take time to do that. And also don't neglect yourself here. You know, yep. you should have a decent life here. You should be happy here. That's one of the things I believe in in Ecclesiastes is kind of what you talked about. But actually, it is to work, to work hard, but also also to find enjoyment in your work. And then to, it it even talks so simply about just like, like just enjoying life. That's a good thing to make sure you prioritize as well. So prioritize your mental health in that way as well. Um, But that's what I would say. Your life has too much purpose to just come here and grind, grind, grind and just leave. And I, I think that we have everything we need already. Especially, yeah. I think God's given us all the resources, all the dreams, all the goals, all the visions to help each other, to benefit this earth. And I think sometimes we miss that because we don't spend enough time with him developing those things. We get caught up in developing all the other things in life, you know, our, our credit and, and this, these jobs and all these little things that in the grand scheme don't matter. Yeah. You know, they, they are helpful in life. Yes, we need all those things. But in the grand scheme, they, they are idols currently, and they're distracting us from what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. It's my yeah. little last Amen. little bit. Jay, there's one more thing I wanted to add, uh, really about what you mentioned a couple of times about resting but doing it well. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's, who's watching that may not know, like, or they're like, how do I rest well? What, is, what does that look like? And I, I would love to briefly just, just kind of touch on a couple of, of what those things look like. The biggest thing that comes to my mind is is our is gonna be our relationship with our phone when we're supposed to be resting and, and really getting off of it. And I, I feel like these are things that we have to uh, address them. But it's first of all, we don't miss anything when we are when we're off socials, when we're when we're off the phone. But when you talk about resting well and the type of rest that's actually going to replenish us and, and mm-hmm. refuel us requires us to be as intentional with that rest as we've been intentional with working hard. Mm-hmm. And that looks like getting off the socials when we have to and, and laying the phone down when we have to. And, and like you said, silencing everything. And, and so I really wanted to emphasize that in creating an environment that is conducive to proper rest and, mm-hmm. and good rest, not just filling it with, with other things, mm-hmm. even if those things aren't you know, productive things, even if those things are casual things, but it's filling it with something. But, you know, 
sitting in the grass, going for a walk, like really doing, doing the things like all of it isn't even spiritual. Some of it is like practical mm-hmm. journaling and, and the things that are just great habits that help us to clear our mind and, and create that space within us. Um, yeah, I just, just wanted to touch on that briefly yeah. for anyone who's, who's wondering how, how could I go about resting well mm. or, or starting. Mm. That's a huge point. We couldn't have left without that one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Creating an atmosphere for rest and a lifestyle for it. That's so powerful. Well, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. We hope that you got blessed by this in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I want you to comment before you leave. Don't leave without commenting. Don't you do letting it. us don't don't you do it. Don't let no. us know how this impacted you. Let us know what you learned or contribute to the conversation. Teach us about what that looks like for you, what it looks like being in in the grind, uh, in the grind culture, what it looks like in your life. And we want to hear from you. Also, if you want to hear a conversation specifically about rest, comment below and let us know. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Family, thank you so much for tuning into this Generation One podcast, specifically talking about the grind culture and being in that constant and consistent cycle of grind, 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 build, 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 make it happen that a lot of us subject ourselves to in this world. As a matter of fact, I for sure have subjected myself to it many times, but I want to read you this passage of scripture that has blessed me even recently that showed me the importance of resting and taking care of myself so that I can bring my best self to every assignment. And this is the scripture. It is really senseless to work so hard from early morning till late at night, toiling to make a living for the fear of not having enough. God can provide for his devoted lovers even while they sleep. I love that last part. Toiling all day to make a living for fear of what we might not have, a fear of not having enough. But it says here, and it closes by saying, God can provide for his devoted lovers even while they sleep. And I want that promise. I want the promise that says, I am loved by God and I love God and I'm serious about what he's called me to do. So even when I'm sleeping, God is working on my behalf. God is building on my behalf. I don't have to spend all day and all night (laughs) just destroying myself, trying to hustle up on whatever it is that I'm accomplishing or trying to accomplish. And I want to invite you as we close this out to sow into Generation One and what we're doing here for One. It's an amazing opportunity to create a community like this where we can bring these types of conversations to you. And we want to do so much more, but we can't do it without you. We can't do it without your giving. We can't do it without your partnership. And we certainly can't do it without your feedback. So while you're sowing right here is a QR code that'll take you directly to the push pay for Generation One. But while you're doing that, I want you to be thinking, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear in 2023 from Generation One? Drop it in the comments. We're going to be reading all the comments and responding. And who knows, we might pick that topic and we might even bring in people that you want to hear talk about those certain things. So we love you. Without further ado, we will see you next Tuesday on the Generation One podcast. Peace.